Do you know what it means to be a motherless daughter? Did you know you can have mother loss without mother death? Mother loss comes in many forms, and Motherless Daughters Ministry is here to help you navigate through your particular mother loss. While you are unique, you are definitely not alone. We have 20 years worth of pearls of wisdom to help you on your mother loss journey, and we are sharing all of these pearls with you through this very podcast, Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience, sponsored lovingly by Motherless Daughters Ministry. Welcome to episode number 16. I'm your host, Gladys Bell, and today we're bringing you a unique type of mother loss in the form of Alzheimer's disease and other forms of dementia that affect memory, thinking, and behavior. Spend a few minutes with us as Dottie Minkhouse presents an experience shared with us by Christine Fischel, one of our blog writers. I am meant to keep going by Christine Fischel. I'm attacking the almost year-long overgrown flower garden. Golden black-eyed Susans have pushed their way through the taller wild grasses and foxtail. I pull with all I have on the pigweed. When it doesn't budge, I rip out hands full of clover growing around its base. When the pigweed root is surrounded by exposed and wet-smelling soil, I take my large shovel and hack away at its root. I grunt loudly with each strike, not caring if my neighbors hear me. I talked with Mom today, 27 minutes exactly. As soon as I told her who was calling, she displayed the cruelty of the disease eating her brain. What day is it? Monday, I said. September 1st, she answered. No, September 3rd, I said. I could hear her breathing loudly, thinking through my answer, seeking understanding where none could be found. Today is Saturday, she asked. No, Monday. I hesitated. It's a holiday Monday, void of the usual Monday routine, a confusing day for the brain fighting to understand while it is having its daily function strangled from it. Do you see September 1st, I asked. Yes, Saturday. That's right, I praised her. It felt condescending. Does it feel that way to her? Can she tell how far she's fallen in just two weeks? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, she responded. I waited. She breathed. Do you see Sunday, I asked. It's number two. Sunday. More breathing. Okay, down on the next line, she said. Sunday the second. Yes, that's right, I said. Now look to the right. Number three, she asked. Yes. Is today Thursday? She asked then. The strange cruelty of Alzheimer's. To know left from right, and for it to be of no use. To know how to lock your door with a key, but to have no idea how to find the doorknob. Alzheimer's has become a living being, continually growing in its power and cruelty. I sometimes swear at it, realizing I'm actually cursing the man who discovered it. Maybe that's okay. Maybe we'd all feel better if we didn't know what was happening. No, we wouldn't. Today is Monday, I said. We are 22 minutes into the conversation. 
Should I have simply said yes? Would she have accepted the wrong answer and stopped trying then? Could we have talked about something that makes her feel good? That makes her forget for a few minutes that she's not the same as she was just six months ago? I need to sit down, she said. It's okay, Mom. Why don't you sit on your blue chair? I heard her movements, her sigh. Are you in your chair? I'm in the blue chair, she said. Okay, good. Just relax for a while. It's really okay, Mom. Sometimes a disease you have, the Alzheimer's, will make it hard to think. Yeah, he's been real. Today. She, I realized, has given Alzheimer's human characteristics, too. It's okay, Mom. It doesn't matter what day it is. It's still a day to relax, to watch a funny movie, to enjoy talking to each other. It doesn't matter what day we call it. I heard her breathing. I imagine her trying to formulate her thoughts from her feelings. It's still a day to let your cat sit on your lap. Yeah, and she's right here, she said. I sighed myself then. We were on to another topic, one that brings her joy. A minute later, she asked me to call her later. She needed to rest. I immediately dressed in my cut-off painter scrubs, an old t-shirt and stained sneakers. I need to get my hands around something. I wet a bandana to tie around my neck and go into the humid 89-degree backyard. I've been working almost 90 minutes on the garden, and now I hear the release of the pigweed stalk. It triggers something in me. What's the sense in it? I ask. I guess I'm talking to God. What's the purpose in watching someone suffer? Why does she have to suffer while she still understands her suffering? What is there to be gained by that for any of us? I don't understand it. I'm not meant to understand. I see now, again. I am meant only to keep going. What's the point of that, I wonder? But still, I hear the point I am meant to know now. That I am to keep going. The ornamental grass I planted three years ago has really taken off. Tall, proud, green stalks with golden plumes rise toward the hot sun, growing strong in spite of, or as a result of, its brutal heat. I didn't take care of the plant properly last fall by trimming the dying stalks a few inches from the ground, and now those dead stalks lie ruined around the plant's base. I gather the dead grass like straw. It comes up easily when I tug, and I twist and rip it to pieces, watching the fragrance scatter as they fall on the turned-over soil. What am I taking away from these hard years of watching the dying slowly yield? Is there anything positive to be taken from this? I look again at the dead stalks on the floor of my garden, the dead protecting the potential below it. Maybe something will grow here. Something that gathers strength from the fresh start and the protection of the previously living lying above it. I don't know what will grow here, but suddenly I am certain of one thing. Something will grow here, and it will be something good. It will be something strong. Until then, I am simply meant to keep going. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back... 
Dottie's going oyster diving for pearls from today's episode. Mother loss comes in many forms, death, emotional absence, narcissism, and as painful as mother loss is, there are so many treasures to be found by going through the pain instead of avoiding it and stumbling around trying to tiptoe around it. Motherless Daughters Ministry is a nonprofit 501c3 and was created by motherless daughters for motherless daughters. We can actually say, we understand your pain. We've been there. We're still there. We are all survivors, and as survivors, we walk this journey together. For over 20 years, this ministry has reached every corner of the globe to help motherless daughters, just like yourself, find comfort, freedom, self-love, grace, forgiveness. Could you use any of those? You've already taken the huge step of tuning into this podcast. You are on a mother lost journey. Did you know that? This very moment and every action you take will either bring you closer to healing or push you further away from it. Which direction do you want to move in? Motherless Daughters Ministry is here to help you navigate the deep and frigid waters of mother loss. Let us do what we do best, and that's nurture you as you heal. Alzheimer's is a cruel disease robbing the sufferer of their basic functions and personality while their loved ones helplessly watch them fade away. Things they once enjoyed, they can no longer do. A father and son loved playing cards together until one day the father picked up the cards and then slowly set them back down on the table, unable to remember how to play. The Alzheimer's robbed him of his favorite pastime with his son. A daughter watches her brilliant father's mind, a man who was once an engineer, slowly wither away. A husband has to make the difficult decision to put his wife of 50 years in a home because he can no longer give her the care that Alzheimer's demands. A daughter wonders what is going on in her mother's mind. What is clear is that mom has changed. Gone is a fierce leader she was afraid of growing up. Mom is now insecure, unsure of the best action in the simplest situations. Gone is the woman who disapproved of her thoughts and decisions. Mom is now thankful and complimentary at every turn. She doesn't know how to be with mom, and she doesn't recognize her mother in this new person. Daughters with mothers that suffer from Alzheimer's have a complicated relationship. You may have had a difficult relationship earlier in life, and may just now be able to have a relationship with your mother, but you are losing her. The roles have become reversed, and you are now her mother. You have become the caretaker. This may not be a role that you want, or a role that you had planned to take on, but you make the doctor's appointments, drive her to them, ensure that she is eating well and taking her medications, help her record receipts in her checkbook, and listen to the same stories over and over and over again. Frustration, fatigue, anger, and discouragement or a few of the many feelings that may overtake you. Even more bothersome is the guilt for even having these feelings. You may think, I didn't think it was going to be like this. I didn't think it would be this hard. You may want to escape. The authors of The 36-Hour Day explain that those feelings are absolutely normal for caretakers of anyone with a chronic illness. The first step in dealing with all of these feelings is to acknowledge them. Then, plan ways to take care of yourself. 
A planned escape may be temporary, but can go a long way in preserving your physical and emotional resources. And that will help you keep going. Thank you for joining us here at Motherless Daughters Ministry. If you need more nurturing words, we encourage you to have a listen to other episodes of this podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button so you can join us again next time. 